Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Here we go. Hour one. G-Bag Nation 105.3. The fan general at your service at ease. There's Brian Broaddus, king of the Krusties. Has Krusties Corner coming up at 240. Lucius Alexander, as per usual, is in the pimp cup. He is feathering his nest, uh, so to speak, getting set for five hours of flawless radio producing, engineering, and hosting. Here's Wolchuk and Chiafalo, uh, your nosebleed brothers. It appears uh, Carter Freeman Station is unmanned for the time being, but our, our video is up. You can watch us at 105thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. And a good afternoon, gentlemen. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. I think Carter's already in Vegas. <laughs> Carter's already getting his <laughs> Vegas on. Probably nice. in a sports book right now. He's getting set up, ready to party. Well, we shall see you soon. I'm going to hit the ground running, boys. I'm going right. ju- to jump into some blackjack. I'm trying to come home with 20 racks. So That's immediately you're going, you're heading straight to the casino when we yeah. land? Yeah, you know, I uh, I need to get some seed money going Im- immediately. Okay. You know, this, this has to build and compound day to day. So we're looking for a, for a clean 2X off the BR uh, before I hit the uh, hit the sack tonight. That's have, you the already, have you already looked up tournaments? No. Are there tournaments you can get in on? No, I should have, um, but that I, I might require told, walking. Yeah, I was told that if you really want to learn about card playing, watch go watch from two in the morning till about six a.m. It's when the sharps are in there taking. It's when care the, of that's when real card yeah. players play cards, cleaning out the drunks. Well, I don't know if it's 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 <laughs> the actual the, strategy. The pros, yeah. the pros are playing yeah. with each, you know, with the. Yeah, the games together. I, and I've been there when they're playing in their high roller rooms. Yeah, and it's 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 really cool to to run into some of those guys that were on TV and still remain yeah. on TV, you know, from poker's heyday. So that is something to be looking forward to at the uh, conclusion of this evening's show. We will be heading to uh, Love Field and jumping on that bird, be broadcasting from Radio Row in Las Vegas uh, tomorrow. Uh, not sure what kind of condition we will find uh, Bassick and Hagee in tomorrow. Mm. You know, yeah, that was heated. That was. That was a really nice uh, stamp uh, ex- exclamation point. Yeah, at the end of their their program, there are they. I hope they're hopping in an Uber together right now. <laughs> I hope to so the too. Airport. And I really hope that Mike sits right next to Hagee on that plane. Because <laughs> <Yes>. Hagee <laughs> did not want to sit next to him. Man, it would be hilarious if Bassett. You know, because it's Southwest, you can choose your own. Yeah. Drop right down next to him and then take a selfie. Be like sitting here with my buddy for the next two hours. No, they're good friends, but you know how work goes. Sometimes you get irritated, and apparently Bassett was uh, was laying out. He wasn't participating in the conversation to Hagee's liking. So he cut uh, he cut crosstalk short. Bassick told me, by the way, uh, b- b- just before we went on air, when he actually was talking, that there is a there is a Dunkin' Do- there's a Dunkin' Donuts in our lobby, boys. Oh hell uh, yeah! Yes. So that is a hell yes and a oh crap. Oh, that's you know? beautiful though. 
Was I he mean, upset about the Dunkin'? Because like Eric and I are going to party now. now I'm, I'm, I'm like, thinking about breakfast plans. What time are we meeting down there? See, you're talking about breakfast plans. I'm talking about strolling in, going back up to the room. Who knows what time it is? Plans. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If this is a 24 hour Dunkin' Donut, all of a sudden hours, midnight donut. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I'm. Th- I'm thinking this might be a five pound, uh, a, p- a pound a day type of deal for me. You know, and this I'm is fighting be an unhealthy week. I'm battling. Oh. You're going just reckless abandon out there? I might. You know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It is Sin City, and uh, gluttony is, you know, one of the seven deadly sins. And it's the Nacho Wars, man. We have Nacho Wars popping off as well. And we got the buffet on on Wednesday night. buffet night. night. I mean, and and the media party, it's free. It's just take all this free food. Last year, you cleaned up in the dessert section. Yeah, I sure did. I almost never will forget that. That was special. That That was special, and I'm sure Vegas is going to do it huge, Brian. You know how these Super Bowl cities, they like to impress, especially on their first go-around. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would have never believed that we were going to see a Super Bowl played in uh in las vegas with all the you know when i first started in the league that was so much well today still they have the deal where they're not they don't like players to gamble and all that but here we are taking money from all these properties and have teams there and stuff like that i'm sure vegas hypocrisy knows no uh, vegas miami new orleans (laughs) all great hosts Come in, throw up on a rug. We'll clean it up. Don't worry about it. You hey, know, you, you just say go on the next party. <laughs> they're not going to let the players do uh, the gambling and whatnot. But I do yeah. have one guy we got to keep our eye on later on in the program. There's a guy Uh-oh. on okay. one of these oh, rosters. There's a guy that's a gambling we're, guy. We're going to have to keep our eye on a guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, top story in the Cowboys world, gentlemen. Joe Witt Jr. going to D.C. to be uh, Dan Quinn's D.C. And uh, and they work very well together. Uh, so thanks to Joe Witt and and Dan for the job that they did. He was expected to interview this morning with the Cowboys, though didn't need to. I don't think it'd be a tough conversation, you know. If I'm sure one team wants me to be their coordinator, but one might not, I gotta go. You know, unless you want to offer me the job on the spot, I'm willing to call Jer Bear and Mike and be like, hey, can we can we do it right now? Because I'd rather not move. But if Dan Quinn want, is willing to take me, that. Like I'm, a, I'm at best a one out of four candidate right now going into this Cowboys thing. If if Dan Quinn wants me, I'm gone. So I don't, th- I don't think it's it's any like bad reflection on the Cowboys organization or Mike McCarthy or or anything like that. I, I think the man just took the best opportunity and he gets to be a coordinator for the first time. Yeah, no, and you know, and 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 two, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, Dan might even be the coordinator. You know, what I'm saying Dan yeah. might be the one calling the calling the defenses you know from the sidelines we've seen this before where you see it offensively all the time guys in title and then all of a sudden you got a guy you know what brandon staley did it not too well though and hmm. with the chargers but <laughs> you, you do see these head coaches sometimes take that role um i think what's going to be interesting is as we get towards the cowboys situation there might be a split room there on who they want as their coordinator front office maybe wanting one guy and the head coach wanting another and I, I, I hope it's not one of these compromise deals where, you know, all of a sudden you don't get the best guy because there's now a compromise. I do hope they hire the right guy. And I, and I say this in a way where, you know, Mike McCarthy is not a yeller screamer guy. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not one of these guys. The players love him. They love playing for him. He's not going to get in your face about stuff. Uh, but you hire a guy like Mike Zimmer who does that, you know, that, that could be a problem for Mike because – you know, Dan Quinn was not a yellow screamer guy. You know, you get comfortable with guys that, you know, you, you get comfortable with coaches that you want it done a certain way. To me, Ron Rivera is very much a don't scream at your players guy, you know. So there could be a very much a split what's going on. We'll see if, you know, I was hearing that Wink Martindale was, they wanted to talk to Wink Martindale. Yellow screamer guy, you know. So 
I think the Joneses are interested in a in a in a more of a disciplinary guy, a more of an accountable guy. Maybe that's why Joe Witt didn't really have a chance here, hmm. because that he was going to be kind of he's your professor style. Yeah, they they in Dallas they they kind of realized that well maybe we do need a guy that kind of get get in these players' faces a little bit, do make them a little bit more accountable, do make sure there's attention to detail. You know, Dan Quinn, I think Dan did a fine job, and this. This, this defense was a mess before he got here. That oh, Mike, yeah. Mike Nolan administration, that was awful. But this, you know, now where you got, uh, you know, you have the opportunity here, I'm hopeful that the Cowboys can come to the the uh, the agreement to get the right guy and not just settle on a guy that's, you know, okay, well, this guy's fine for right now what we're trying to do. Yeah, I, I think that the accountability, the attention to detail, I think a guy like Mike Zimmer is exactly what they need. Uh, I mean, I wonder about... I've mentioned Al Harris as a name in-house, but I think Mike Zimmer just makes a ton of sense. I think that's ideally probably who the Joneses would want. I think it's a great point. Is that who Mike McCarthy would want? I don't know. I think there's a lot of respect and admiration between both guys. I think he'd be a perfect fit for what they need moving forward. No, oh, he is. He would be an outstanding fit here. You know, Mike, Mike would do a hell of a job here. The problem is you have a head coach that's not interested in getting in the players' faces you know, and does he want a guy like that on his staff? Because Mike is not going to back up. Mike is going to push hard, and you know that's why I think like a guy like you know we don't see that with with uh, you know Ron Rivera. Ron, yeah, we don't see that, and I think that's where your compromise is right now. Nine for O is Tim uh, says. Please tell me what happened <laughs> with Bassick and Hagee. Well, you know, I hosted a show with Bassick for I don't know lots of years. Was it eight years, seven years, something like that? And sometimes he'd get disinterested and just start doing his own thing, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, I think you heard that during the uh, during the World Series celebration when Jared Sandler was having a very emotional moment talking about uh, Eric Nadell at one G-bag of the day multiple times. Uh, but Basic started eating popcorn in the middle of a very touching moment. You know, he's, li- he's literally doing his own thing. He is marching to the beat of his own drum. And uh, I-, I think Hagee was looking for a little better team participation there. It's kind of like... Uh, you know, you're, you're as a quarterback running a play, and, and one of the receivers has just decided that uh, he's not even going to get off the, off the ball. You know, not even going his route. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they need maybe they need to do one of those escape rooms, uh, like oh. AJ Brown teed up for the Eagles guys at the uh, at the end of the season. You well, know, it's just time for some bondage. good corporate bonding. Yeah, we're going, to, we're going to Vegas. Why not? The other story out of DC, Cliff Kingsbury is going to be their OC. Contract talks with the Raiders broke down on Saturday. Um, you know, my, my take there is it, 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 it's a threat. If, if they get a young, talented quarterback and picking number two, that's a chance. I'd be looking to trade up to number one and, and get Caleb Williams if I was them. And at that point, you you have a, 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 a real strong chance for Washington to become a more legitimate organization than I think they've been since the early 90s, Brian. Yeah, that's the, the thing that, uh, you know, there's skill players there. There's a tight end there. They've got a decent running game. they got to figure out some things with their offensive line but they're going to be kind of in position to be able to do that with where they're picking. So, yeah, the, the commanders with a lot of cap space, new head coach, new general manager, uh, kind of a San Francisco influence at that general manager spot, probably going to be pretty aggressive there. Double San Francisco because they got Bob Myers from Golden State floating around in their decision-making process as well. Yeah. So they've layered it with the West Coasters. And uh, that's a good place to pick from, of course, uh, two winning programs in San Francisco with the Warriors and the Niners. But the – I mean – if, if, if Dan Quinn became the head coach here and then he brought in Cliff Kingsbury, yeah, what you, would we be saying? We'd be going, what are we doing here? This is awful. And he, hi, he, he, was, he, 
The only two interviews I, I saw offensively were Brian Johnson, and which was the Eagles guy who just got, you know, just got fired, and then Kingsbury. Then maybe Chip Kelly was floating around as an idea Chip potentially. Was floating around, yeah. Uh, but it's like, dude, Kingsbury yeah. and Johnson. But anything better than Luke Getz? What's that? Luke Getzey. Luke, Luke Getzey. Yeah, they got that job. The guy got a job from the Bears. Where did he end up? Uh, He's might, maybe going to get the Raiders gigs. Yeah, Cliff pulled out of that one. That's what I'm saying. Oof. There's there's some there's some places that you kind of scratch your head and go, whoa, what's going on here? It's a tough time to be trying to make hires. You know, a, yeah. a lot of the, the well, moves have already been made. Th- this is where this is where Ben Johnson backs out on you. Yeah. You gotta take what's left. And by the way, the commanders are they're they're being a, they're going after Ben Johnson. Yeah, here. there's drama there. There's a there's a lot going on there right now. What the, how that all went down. But uh yeah, this is where front offices though earn their money because you have to be able to keep a list of guys, you know, and potentially gals for front office positions as well that can come in and help you right off the jump that you're not caught on the back foot trying to hire these guys. You've got some you've got an idea of like okay, if we lose a line coach, here's three guys we need to go get. Right. If we lose a quarterback coach, here's three guys we need to go get. If we lose a scout, this is one we need to go get. The really good organizations have that ability to have that short list of guys and gals proactive ready to go. And that way you don't get caught. That's why you you hire maybe uh, a college guy because you know, okay, here's the best defensive coordinator in college football right now. Guy's got ideas. He's an up-and-comer. He could be a head coach. You know, used to take pride in doing stuff like that, knowing the names, knowing the minority candidates, you know, knowing everybody that was involved in it. That's that's what good front offices will do. Always have a contingency plan. Always. Okay, check in the truckwreck.com fan text, the 505 My Worry with Zimmer. The NFL is trending towards youth in the coaching ranks. You're right. You know, and in Minnesota, there was a very good run where they were winning with defense, probably through 2017, 18, 19. Last couple of years, it is starting to fall off. And, you know, how much are you going to stay up on the trends? He he has updated well throughout his career. He has been successful in multiple decades. There are some crusty dudes out there who are paying attention and understand these things are, are cyclical and adaptability is the, the best trait that I can have. And yeah, I'd be open-minded about maybe Mike Zimmer being that kind of guy. I just think it's going to be real tough to find somebody who did as good of a job as Dan Quinn did, you know. And that's that's what I'm trying to to reconcile is how much worse is this going to make your defense? You're Where, you're you're built to pressure and turn the ball over, and Dan Quinn had a knack for doing that. Now you got into some troubles in a couple of games, but overall, it was a damn good defense. Uh, with some pretty significant holes right up the middle. Right? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right about that. I think where Mike would make a difference here, Mike has always been able to have these defenses when he's had really when he's had good personnel. Most guys are, but you know, you look at his time in Cincinnati, what he was able to do in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You know, he he they built really good defenses. The thing that makes me confident about if Mike Zimmer were to get this job or anybody get this job, that Will McClay in this front office will find a way to get players. You know, that's something that good coordinators, you know, will 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 have success because of the players. Dan Quinn did a great job of putting players in position to make plays. I think Mike Zimmer is very capable of doing exactly that with, you know, with, okay, here's my scheme, but I'm going to fit the players this way. We've seen him do it with Anthony Barr, others like that, the rushers, uh, Daniel Hunter. We've seen him take guys like that. So that gives me encouragement that he could do something with Michael Parsons like that. Okay, Jerry also said today, uh, you know, the fact Michael's in the final year of his contract will not hamper a search for a defensive coordinator. Um, 
Uh, so, you know, he's confident they're, they're going to have a, a, an opportunity to find a, a lot of uh, candidates. Tomorrow is Zimmer and Rivera, according to reports. Maybe we'll get a decision by the end of the week. Yeah, um, I think so. I think so. Mavs are in Philly tonight, 6 o'clock start. Brooklyn tomorrow, then in New York on Thursday at MSG. They're going to host OKC on Saturday at 2 o'clock, by the way. The best Mavs thing is just the trade deadline being three days away. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Andre Drummond and his eight rebounds per game are available. You get him, you get Kuzma. I think things could get very, very interesting. But it starts with Luka and Kyrie getting healthy. And this, uh, you know, this Mavs team continues to struggle. Uh, Stars not struggling, and they're about to get back in action. They've won three in a row going into the All-Star break, and they're 7-2-1 and one in their last 10 now, and they'll resume their season tomorrow night in Buffalo, 6 o'clock start on that one. Okay, so there you have it. We're off and running, Nation. G-Bag of the Day is coming up 2.30. What's the most compelling Super Bowl storyline or countdown to the big game officially ignites next right here? It's the G-Bag Nation and the fan. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget just as soon as... Right. Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. We are eight minutes from your G-Bag of the Day competition. Uh, it's time now to look at some compelling storylines. Wolchuk, what do you got? Yeah, this is courtesy of The Athletic. They're going through some of the fun Super Bowl storylines. Of course, we talked a little bit already. We've got Las Vegas as a host city. I know, Brian, you've talked about, man, I I didn't really know that we'd ever get a Super Bowl in Vegas. Here it is. Uh, So that's going to be fun. We've already seen a lot of the pictures coming out. You've got that sphere. They've got the Chiefs logo, the 49ers logo. It's going to be wild. It's going to be a who's who out there in Las Vegas. We'll be out there starting tomorrow broadcasting from Radio Row. I think Sean and RJ are already on the flight out there. KMC's heading out, and we're going to be going right after the show. Eric, it's your first time. I'm a little bit uh, – This I'm excited to see your first initial reaction of the strip because uh, I'll, I'll never forget the first time I went for my buddy Jared's 21st birthday, and it's just like, holy crap. You see it in the movies all the time. Yeah. It's your first look at Vegas in person is like – Damn, it, it, it can be a little overwhelming. Yeah, I, I look forward to that. I look forward to sort of an out-of-body experience. And then who knows, maybe we spend all night out in the casinos like Dawson's going to do tonight. <laughs> we'll just come stumbling into the uh, the Radio Row broadcast tomorrow at, uh, I guess, noon Pacific. Oh, that would be so epic. That'd be crazy. I want to get on a heater and just not come into the show. 
I think that'd be the most Vegas thing. That would be very. Well, Vegas we've already thing. granted you permission. If you're if you're if you're just on a run, Let's you go. just you just send the green light and, and we'll we'll hold down the fort until you come back with those twenty racks. You guys are the best. We got to look at Patrick Mahomes and his pursuit of greatness. As he's already been considered, uh, maybe maybe the goat. Maybe he's already taken that mantle from Tom Brady, even though he's got a ways to go to get to seven Super Bowls. But I think this is what some of these games are all about. When you look at what Pat Mahomes has done, he's playing in his fourth Super Bowl chasing his third Lombardi trophy before his 29th birthday. It's absolutely unbelievable. This postseason, he's already knocked off Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and if he can prevail in the Super Bowl over San Francisco, he's going to join Tom Brady, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, Troy Aikman as the only quarterbacks to have three Lombardi trophies to their name. And I think him and Andy Reid's legacy as well. Both of them are growing. Andy Reid can get a win. He would join... Belichick, Noel, Don Shula uh, as some of the only ones that, you know, have been able to win Super Bowls in back-to-back seasons. Jimmy Johnson, Mike Shanahan, Vince Lombardi would be other ones. But also Belichick, Noel, Bill Walsh, and Joe Gibbs as the only other coaches to have, you know, at least three Super Bowls. So, I mean, it's pretty amazing what both of these guys can do for their legacy in this game. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I'm not comfortable calling Mahomes the GOAT yet. I mean, I have been calling him future GOAT for five years, so if we want to manifest manifest that already, (laughs) He's got some work to do. Yeah, but I I, I think once you get to five, you know, five to seven, I think that's kind of like, okay, now we're in the ballpark, and, you know, Mahomes has 16 years left to play to have as many seasons played as Tom Brady. So imagine if he does have that longevity and just how many he could stack up. He's doing it without good wide receivers, Wolchuk. He really is. I mean, it's incredible what he's been able to do. And then there's, of course, the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift storyline. I know a lot of people were upset Travis didn't make it to the Grammys last night. Like, Taylor's supporting you, Trav, but you you can't make it out to the Grammys to support Taylor. He is preparing for a Super Bowl. I think most people kind of would understand that. But That's what I was explaining to my wife last night. I'm like, he has a game to prepare for. I was like, it'd be one of the worst looks ever if we all saw him a week before the Super Bowl hanging out there See, clapping, bad look for us. clapping on for Taylor. The ladies are like, what the hell? It's one day. You know, just get out there and support your girl, oh, all right? Oh, her fans like are... My, yeah, Maya just couldn't... She's like, where was? Where were the Grammys? In L.A.? You're in Vegas for the Super Bowl. It's not that far. You can make it work. I'm sure Andy Reid and Pat can get over it for a night. You know, the ladies are like, get your ass over there and support Taylor. Yeah, that's just their their ignorance and their inexperience <laughs> with all of this and their lack of knowledge on it is showing at a high level. And you just have to tell him, hey, just just understand, the Super Bowl is much more important than him sitting there. I mean, his team was like in the air last night flying to Vegas. Yeah, They all landed yesterday. They all got there yesterday. Uh, You've got unfinished business for the 49ers. Not only are they back there with a lot of the same core group of players, but after, uh, you know, Kansas City goes on that 21 to nothing run, they end up winning 31 to 20. They're also trying to take care of business and get revenge on Mahomes, Reed, and the Chiefs. I mean, it's big for Brock Purdy. He's looking for validation in this game. You win a Super Bowl, how many people can doubt me now? He's gone 17-4 and and 21 regular season starts Yeah, since he's taken over there. They'll just lump him in there with Brad Johnson and, and Trent, Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. Those guys. Be like, yeah, whatever, dude. You didn't do anything. They'll give him more credit than Rex. You got carried by Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. They'll give him more credit than Rex Grossman, though. Yeah. Well, Rex and win. Rex and win. Right, but just being a guy that got to the got Super there. Bowl. Yeah. Okay. I think Rex Roseman was ranked as the worst quarterback to ever play in a Super Bowl. He was. I think, I think Brad Johnson would have been. Worse than worse than Rex? Well, as a winner, I guess Brad Johnson in the winning category. Brad Johnson, to me, when you watched him play, especially towards the end, my gosh, that was painful. 
Rex Grossman. Well, we got was to we got painful. to witness it in a cowboy uniform. Oh yeah, that ball was going sideways the whole time with Brad Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Never going down the field. I don't going miss short those and sideways. Days. Yeah. How about Kyle Shanahan? His historic quest. Of course, he could join his dad Mike as the only father son tandem to each win Super Bowls as head coaches. They coached together in Washington. That staff that they had in Washington every year it's looking better and better. It's like how did they not have more success? But Kyle spent portions of his formative years in San Francisco with his dad, uh, where he was the OC from 92 to 94, and then he went on to win Super Bowls there in Denver. But now you're starting to get the push for Mike Shanahan to get into the Hall of Fame. And you look at his coaching tree that's out there right now, it's it's arguably the best coaching tree that there is. I mean, Parcells has quite a good one, but I mean, all of these guys were under Mike, and now they're all out there flourishing. The McVeighs, the LaFleurs, Kyle, his own son, so Mike Shanahan, I think, think certainly his fingerprints are on the modern-day sport. I think that's an off-season move we're going to have to do. We're going to have to have a good old-fashioned tree-off. Ooh, looking to see who's got the best trees. Who's is better? Who's got the best trees? Who's, who's sprouting? Whose tree, not only the the size of the tree, but the quality of the fruit of the tree. You know, yeah. because like having having a McSex on your tree, you yeah. know, I, knowing I could just pluck the McSex right off the branch of the Shanahan or whatever tree is pretty incredible. Well, I got news for you, boys. We'll be in Vegas next week. I don't think we have to wait till the off season to have a tree off. I think we can have our very own live on Radio Row. You think we can tree off? I think so. Can we start tonight? Maybe not in the casino. Okay, we might have to go outdoors. All right, yeah. but I mean, yeah, it's a lawless land out there. I think a couple of guys just going to Vegas wanting to tree off together. I think is no problem. I'm always down for a tree off, uh, guys. I think there was a, a Diossi. Yes, yes. That we AKA we discussed. Yes. This is, you know, you can't make this Cheap stuff bag up. of the day. You can't make still, this stuff up. That's not yeah, still. No, it still is. We're going to try and make fun of you for as long as we can. Huh. Trust me, dude, I had to live it with the uh, double question to Chris Young. It's not fun, and I understand your pain and where you're coming from right now. But Thank you. The Diossi's made an appearance in this article. Christian McCaffrey's legacy. Well, the Diossi's are important to football, not as important as the Cacanuses are. No, the Cacanuses, but the Diossi's are very close They're to the Cacanuses. But if Christian wins his, this Sunday... He and Ed would become only the second father-son player tandem to win Super Bowls with the same organization because Ed won one with the 49ers. He did? Yep. He did. The others, it's Zach and Steve Diossi for the Giants. Linebacker Steve Diossi and the long snapper Zach Diossi were the first to do it. So here are the McCaffreys trying to follow in the Diossi's footsteps or the Yahtzee's, whatever you want to call them. Uh, which one had the drinking problem? Yahtzee. Steve? I think it was Steve. Steve Yossi. has yeah, Steve, 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 Steve Yahtzee. Steve Yahtzee had the problem. It's amazing. Six eight two wants to know if we're doing current trees or all time trees for our tree off in Vegas. I think I, we can do all time. We have to current. do all time trees. Yeah, I mean, we'll, think we'll, have, yeah, we'll mix in all the trees. All time. We don't want to be accused of recency bias. Absolutely sure. not. We want to put in all the trees we can. And then Trent Williams is trying to check off his final box. He's of course been one of the best left tackles to ever play the game. He's got Pro Bowl honors in 11 or 13 seasons, all pro selections in each of his last three seasons with Dang. San Francisco. Final thing to check off the resume is a Lombardi trophy for Trent Williams. I kind of hope he retires if he wins it, don't you? <laughs> Let's get him the hell out of here. Hey, I'll drink to that. It's yeah. time now for the G-Bag of the Day in the Pimp Cup. Here's Lucius. Okay, here we go. Here we go. On a Monday, how's everybody doing? Doing great. great. All right, all right. Our winner is just... Uh, a conversation about Steve Diossi. <laughs> Baldy said he was one of the best beer drinkers he's ever had on the squad. She and Follow act like he knew he was talking about it. In fact, gave the man a nickname. And had a joke for him. <laughs> and then the Crusties jumped off the phone the old school way. Check it out. 
from your playing days, who who do you have the most beer drinking respect for from like a teammate? Mm. Uh, gosh, that's good. Um, Steve Giassi back in the day was pretty good. Oh. <laughs> um, he, he got so good at it, he had to stop it. Yeah. Uh, too yeah, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, Ron, Spring, Ron Springs was pretty good. Springs, he's, he's got a bust. Springs, Ron, Ron Springs can throw some tall boys down. There we go. <laughs> I feel like Yahtzee might have a bust in the beer drinking Hall of Fame somewhere. Yeah. 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 I just, I just had to get that. I just had to get that. You in. tried to break in there two multiple times yeah. with it. Yahtzee, was, was persistent, man. <laughs> Did you just not hear it the first time? Perseverance, dude. No, I, 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 I remember hearing it, and I heard it as Yahtzee for whatever reason. Okay, dumb reason. But you said it very confidently, and a lot of times that's all that counts. If you <laughs> say yeah. it as confident as possible, people believe it. That's how I made it. Uh, let's see here. We got for you boys, Gus Johnson. I got this from a lot of Tolos. Oh, Gus had a good one. Gus Johnson thought he was calling the basketball game at the <laughs> Rutgers for some reason. It was a block shot. And here comes Sellers. Nice look inside, great position. No call on the play as Brianna Alexander had her <laughs> block. Her shot blocked, excuse me. <laughs> yes, dude. You said what we were all thinking. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, fame moment right there, dude. That's great. Gus Johnson's had a lot of amazing calls, Lucius, but that might be my favorite. Yeah, I like old Gus, man. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. Uh, yes, it is a church day. Hope you got your blessings. Shout out to Pastor Freddie Haynes and my other pastor, Reverend Ike, on YouTube. Yeah, he's with God now, but I do check him out on YouTube. Yes, I do. Right here, causing a little drama out here on these streets, Dr. Juanita Bonham. Bonham, Bonham. I don't know. I don't say her name like that, but <laughs> I see her a lot. She always causing drama with her hot takes. This is her hot take right here about people wearing their pants too tight. Particularly men in her church wearing pants too tight and the ladies being a little too tough. Brothers, we wearing our pants too tight. Them, them, them little bitty suits is worrying me. <laughs> them ones that high waters is cut all up in here so till we can count how many you got down there. Something is wrong. Little jackets that's too little look like you just put on little Ray Ray's clothes or something and came to church. <laughs> I'm not hearing y'all talk to me. To the point even your little dance scare me. The way you shout scare me. Your knees too close to be a man. Oh, I'm not getting nobody to talk to me right <laughs> Maybe I gotta look down here on the monitor because let me get, get, get tipping when you shout. Open up your legs and shout like a man. <laughs> y'all up here shout like girls and the women shout like dudes. Uh, Wow. Dr. Juanita Bottom is not a fan of that Italian cut suit. No, not at all. When you're showing your ankles, she's not a fan of that. No. You know, it sucks sometimes. You you want to put on your nice church clothes, but last time you went to church was about 12 pounds ago. And you're like, mm-hmm. what do I do? Yeah. Do I wear jeans? You know, do I go a little informal or do I do I go a little too tight? I would I would go informal. Uh, myself, but I, I see a lot of people struggling. I once went to a wedding in a pair of size eight and a half penny loafers. Now I'm a size eleven, not the biggest foot, Jeez. but I squeezed in there, and that was the last time I did Jeez. it. I said I'm never doing this again. And you didn't rip your pants? Those were those were shoes. Penny loafers are shoes. In okay, that's yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, turn my mic off. No, I couldn't rip the rip the leather. <laughs> Won't show. 
Wow. Rip the shoes? Really? <laughs> I've never worn a pair of pants. Listen, motors. man, I don't. I know half the jokes. I shoot from back here and never land because these fools don't know what a damn thing is. We're being educated over here. Ah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. You was walking light, huh? You were walking light that whole oh, day. Oh, my goodness, How many times dude. you take your foot out of your shoe, like when you sat down? You right. Just, ah, oh, dude, yes. As soon as I sat ah, down. Cracking them toes. You ah. can just pull the heels out and let it breathe. Like, oh, yeah. gosh. Okay, let me know when we're going to the car. Let's get up for photos. Ah, okay. No, ah, no, no dog. photos. All right, let's get this over with. No photos. Yeah. And let's see how about this one. I got one with Robert Kelly. He's a comedian doing crowd work. Or Ben Simmons. Uh, wouldn't roll down this window when a fan <laughs> ran up to his car, so the fan just switched up and got mad at him. Oh, Ooh. I want I want a little Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, yeah. yeah. Oh, ben Simmons, all right. I'll play that Robert Kelly tomorrow. Yeah, there's a fan running up on Ben Simmons after the game. He was trying to be nice, it sounds like, but Ben Simmons wasn't having that, so the fan switched up on him. Ben, Ben, I actually respect you, bro. I actually, I actually respect, respect you. you, Ben. You're my boy. I oh, swear no. I respect you, Ben. Ben, dude, I actually respect. I had your Sixers. You're a b- <laughs> Ben. Never come back to basketball. You're a b- around. No one likes you. No one. Switched wow. up quick, right? Switched up yeah. quick. Yeah. Ooh, I actually respect, respect you. I love I respect you, bro. Respect him, yeah. No one likes you. You're my guy. Didn't sound Jeez. like him. Ben Simmons fan. Is it uh, Dr. Juanita? Pants too tight. Gus Johnson. <laughs> Player had her bleep blocked. <laughs> Baldy on Steve Diossi drinking two-time champion. What was there. Gus thinking, bro? He wasn't. That's, that's Gus. Thinking, Gus. Gus wasn't was thinking. Sorry, Gus. Gus wasn't thinking. I don't know. Uh, he's a very professional. Then he said, excuse me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Shot. Yeah, shot. Pardon me. Didn't mean to say that. I've been listening to Pat McAfee. I thought we could say that. Oh, man. Ben Simmons had that game over the weekend where he had, like, uh, Eight rebounds, ten assists, and zero field goal attempts. Yeah. It was another one of those games where it's like, nope, not feeling it tonight. <laughs> but I'll I'll help you score and I'll get the yeah. ball for us. Absolutely. Good, guys? Man, the ultimate teammate if you're rebounds a rebounds and assists. I want to trade for Ben Simmons. Yeah. Give me sixty shots here from off guard. And he'll okay. take all the heat. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna vote for Gus Johnson though, Chief. Me, How about you? Me too. Uh Lucian. Who is Steve Diassi? Damn. <laughs> uh we'll chuck. Yahtzee. Brian. Gus Johnson. By a score of three to two, <laughs> and your new Chief Bag of the Day champion. Come on, but Brian. Have no fear. We'll go ahead and make Chief an honorary five-time champion, so we can bring it back for Chief Bag of the Year. We'll hear it just one more time. Krusty's Corner's coming up next. Where are you taking us, guys? It is Super Bowl week. I've got a story about Super Bowl rings. We'll talk about those next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, buddy, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Okay, uh, it's time for the NFL News of the Day at 3 o'clock. It's 2.45. Here's Brian Broaddus, Krusty's Corner. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Um, I teased about stories about Super Bowl rings, and not all these stories are great. All these stories seem to have a twist. Some of them end well, some of them don't. But Some of them are going to require a replacement ring. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I for this trip, I... I don't normally wear, wear my Super Bowl ring for this trip, though I will. I have mine on right now as we speak. That's right. You got to flex for us. Uh, so I'm, let's get that yeah, thing bro. extra shiny. Extra shiny there. Feel extra shiny for you. Dancing Hard. with that ring. There you go. But uh, no, I, heck, they the, ours are small compared to what the, what they are now. I mean, the ring. I mean, when you look oh, yeah. at my, like you'll see like Mike Lombardi's ring from New England. Yeah. Those things are. I think it's gorgeous. Massive, it's stunning. It's we got to check it out last Massive year. ring. I think yeah. you win. That's the yeah, best. Yeah, no, we, we were the last. We were the last of the small rings. I think is what we were in Super Bowl thirty one. But here's some stories. We all know Mean Joe Green, right? Heck yeah, yeah. Mean Joe Green, probably more famous for his Coke commercial than no, he was a great player. North Texas legend. <laughs> Remember the Coke commercial where he throws the jersey to the kid? Thanks, I, Mean Joe. Way before your time. I am familiar with it though. All right, four years ago, he was at the DFW airport. At penny loafers. On the driver's side of the car, he opened the door. When he put his hand down, his ring fell off from the Steelers. Saw a car coming slowly. It was too close for me to pick up the ring. The car ran over the ring. It came back. I picked it up. The diamond stones were still there, but it changed the shape of my ring. Oh, no. It was an oval shape instead of a round because the wheel went over the side of the ring instead of over the top of it. Okay. I wore it for a little while, but figured I'd better send it to the jeweler. They repaired it for me, and it looks great now. Yeah, all's well that ends well on that one. Just a good story added. I'm surprised that it bent it, to yeah. be honest with you, though. Yeah. I was. I think I would have kind of dove in front of the car. Oh! You know, <laughs> I, think, I, think I, would, I think I would have sacrificed myself to get my ring. But... Uh, uh, Joe Joe didn't and it but he got it fixed. Is the ring if like if if your if your place catches on fire is the is the ring the most important thing to get out of it? Oh yeah. That would be your yeah. one seed yeah. for the, I got it okay. I got it in a in a firebox. Safety fire safety. Oh, okay. Box. Well then That's it's smart. then it's safe and sound. Yeah. You just come back tomorrow and yeah, hopefully you find it. Sift through the wreckage. There you go. Drew Pearson. He lost his at Studio fifty four, famous dance club in New York. Ooh, live it up. I didn't want to be noticed or get any negative situations, so I took my ring off because I didn't want to flash it around, Pearson said. I put it in my coat pocket, cool for a while. 
Then I got to dancing. Got so hot, I took my jacket off. When I put it back on, the ring wasn't there. I panicked. He said, uh, Pearson said he talked to the club manager. He said, you're welcome to come back when the cleaning crew arrives to look for it. By the time Pearson had reached his hotel room, the ring had been found. He went back in the morning, got it. He goes, this is how big of a deal it was. I lost my Super Bowl ring in New York City, and it ended up being in the New York Times. They covered the story. Wow. That's an incredible story. That is. You remember Steve McMichael? He's known probably as, as you know, Mongo. as more of a wrestler. Yeah, Mongo kind of a guy. Baby, let me tell you about the night we got our Super Bowl rings. You think it'd be glorious, right? The 49ers get their rings in Honolulu, Hawaii. So I'm thinking, well, this is going to be a big, big time thing. I get news we're having our ring ceremony at the Holiday Inn in Highwood, Illinois. I show up at the dinner and Bears coach Mike Ditka is already half in the bag. We're sitting there waiting to get our rings before we get the ring. He's already passed out in the plate of his food, sitting <laughs> at the table with the McCaskies. <laughs> they start giving the rings out. I look at it. It's a nice ring, diamonds and gold. But I heard the NFL allows 4000 per ring, and the owners can put more money into it to make it nicer. How much do you think that ring costs the Bears? $4,000. They didn't put anything in those rings. Lawrence Taylor, we all know LT. He's an East Coast collector, bought uh, Taylor's ring as part of a collection of championship rings from various sports in a 2012 auction. Sale price was $230,000. It's the highest known price paid for a Super Bowl ring from a player. It's a Super Bowl. It's New York Giants, SCP Auctions President David Kohler said. And then when it came to Lawrence Taylor, he was the most prominent player on the team. He's LT. Taylor originally gifted the ring to his son, TJ, who later decided to sell it. Rumor is that it's been purchased by Charlie Sheen. That turned out to be false. Instead, the most expensive Super Bowl ring ever is part of a collection. $230,000. Would you give your ring up for $230,000? Of course you would. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to think I'd like to think so. Yes. Uh, but if you're Lawrence Taylor, I wonder how he took the idea of his son. I gifted it to my son. It's supposed to be like a... You know, like sort of a an heirloom gift or whatever, yeah, and all of a sudden he's flipping it. I yeah. thought I I thought the story was going to be Lawrence Taylor traded his ring for crack. I thought yeah. that was the story you were about to give me. There, there's a story that, uh, that I went through. I, it was so sad. You traded yours for crack? No, oh, it, it was it was a story. He got offered. It was a story in this of this of the of the, all the rings. Uh-huh. It was a it was a guy that did do that. He was such a crackhead and it wasn't lawrence taylor it wasn't lawrence taylor but he only got like 250 dollars for it 250 dollars for your super bowl ring? yeah that was it i'm That's glad you didn't share that story. i didn't, I didn't I, I, it, was, it was really sad i didn't want it glad didn't we want, didn't even talk about didn't it didn't want to even talk about that all right how about bill cower i never forget that yeah what did bill do bill cower how about this after he was re- hiding it in his jowls and then uh, nah. he forgot it was sitting in there after retiring from coaching in 20 uh 20 26 2006 2006. 2006. 2006. 2006. I get that right eventually. Cowher went on a a USO tour in 2009 and 2012. He brought his Super Bowl ring along, but it almost didn't make it back from the 2009 tour in Iraq. Cowher let a service member try it on and pose for pictures, but it got stuck on the man's finger in Baghdad. That's a good bit. If you know you're you're the fat finger guy and you want the Super Bowl ring, sorry, yeah. Coach. I don't know what to tell you, but thanks for coming and everything. Cower said he uh, he put the ring on 
and he couldn't get it off. And I'm thinking, okay, this is not good. Oh no! no I bet Cower said at one point, "I will take your finger if I have to, sir." That rings. I was back wondering with if me. the like the guys around him were all pulling out their their uh, machetes and all this. They're just going to hack this guy's Cower finger I, off. I'm sure that was on his his list of things that he was willing to do in order to get his ring back. It just got, didn't come to it. You got knives. You got you got yeah. gun oil. We yeah. got to get this thing off. We, well, there we go. You're sitting here in Baghdad, Iraq, and I'm like, we need to get this off. <laughs> you get a little bit of grease and everything else. The ring eventually came off, but after that, Cower kept a close eye on it. The ring doesn't slide over the middle knuckle with ease. He advised folks, don't force it. It's amazing how much that lifted our soldiers over there, Cower said. It meant a lot to them to get the pose with the rings. Ryan Harris, he's an offensive tackle with the Denver Broncos. Uh-huh. He spent two seasons in Houston, one with the Chiefs. Harris resigned with the Broncos and started every game in the 2015 season. He says, I got it sized for my middle finger. You know, the offensive line leading up to the Super Bowl 50, nobody respected us. Nobody felt like we were able to impact the game. So we were all getting our ring sized, and I was sitting with some of the linemen. I said, let's get it sized for the middle finger. I think about it, this is one for Pat, is the inscription. Some things the coaches told me about the limits of my development, about the Chiefs, who told me I had no football left, and the year before I played in the Super Bowl win. So this was the fun part, so put it on and let it dangle. Yeah, Rasheed Wallace did that with his NBA ring, finally, to all the haters. I would. I, I, I dig that. That's why I'm going to ask all the all the like all the Rangers players when we get to spring training. Like, what what is what is your championship designated finger? You Who's think, the most likely guy to go to middle finger on that one? Ooh, on this Rangers team, that's that, a good question. That just can't be comfortable wearing that ring on your middle finger. No, uh, I can't. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I think, can't even get it on my middle finger, so I can't. After a little bit of time, I think you get used to it. Because no, no, nobody's prepared to wear something around their finger when they grew up for 20 plus, 30 plus years without doing it. And all of a sudden, here's a, a ring on your finger. It takes probably, what do you say, Well, Chuck, you're like a week into this thing. Yeah, about a week. Okay, about Getting a week. Pretty used to it now. Seven days. You put that Super Bowl championship ring on your middle finger, give it seven days. All of a sudden, you'll start feeling like, okay, maybe, maybe my middle finger is my championship finger after all. I just kind of feel like, though, yeah. It just didn't seem like it's, it would be that comfortable at all. You know, I mean, this one, I could say when I wear mine, it's not comfortable. It's just for the flex. It's for the flex. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah I don't think flex. any of these rings would be comfortable on, on any finger, especially with how would big you, and bulky they are now. Would you wear, yeah. am I wrong? I'm not wearing it all the time. No, I think you're no, right. You're definitely right. Yeah. I think your dead ball's wrong. It's just, it's just, it's, it, it is still gaudy. And that's a smaller one. Yeah. You know, you're a Super it's Bowl a, champion, bro. It's a cool flex when you're around football parties. You know? Yeah, that's kind of where I was, I was, I was going with the, the idea. Is of it like, a target on you a little bit if you're out and about and you got that ring? And I've got it insured. I hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. I hope <laughs> At least for the it's best. insured. Yeah. Well, if anybody uh, tried it, you could swing with that thing. I'm going to try. That's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's I, true. That's like a brass knuckle. I remember one time we had a player. Uh, I have an SEC championship ring from LSU. They gave those to the long snappers too. Yeah, long snapper got it one time. We had a player named Eric Hill played for the Arizona Cardinals for like 12, 13 years. We had a freshman player named Harvey Williams' uh, son, uh, Harvey Williams' brother, excuse me, Daryl. And we were just got back from two-a-day practice, hot, tired. We were in line for cafeteria. Oh, nice. And, and Daryl's a freshman. He cut in line. Ooh. And Eric said, freshman, back of the line. He didn't, didn't acknowledge. He said, hey, freshman, back of the line. And Daryl didn't acknowledge. He Uh-oh. said, freshman, 
back of the line. Daryl turned to him. Blade hit him so hard in the face <laughs> that the E and the C in his ring made an indention Ooh. in his face. Oh. And Daryl was laid out flat, and we were all stepping over him to get our trays to go through the line. Yikes. And they brought us in. They're like, what happened? And like, I don't know. Darryl, I didn't see anything. Daryl would go to the back of the line, and, and he, he cut in line. Blade hit him in the face. Gave him three strikes. Yeah. Understood. Told him three times. Yeah. But he hit him so hard that the E and the C was in his cheek that he hit him <laughs> that, so great. that hard with his ring. So, yeah. You could do some damage with his ring. Daryl wasn't used to being around a gentleman as, uh, as strong and aggressive no. as he was. He? No. Not he learned that day. That learned that is, day. You don't, mess, division one. you don't mess with a middle linebacker that's going to play 13 seasons in the NFL. <laughs> All righty. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Always good to take a stroll down memory lane with broadest tales from a football life, the Chronicles of Brian. NFL News of the Day coming up next. Uh, Wolchuk, where are you taking us? Superman has retired. Unhappy 49ers and the cheapest Super Bowl ticket. That's next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.